Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who's under there, I wonder I want to know what I can't see Who's under there, I want to talk about this and save Who's under there, I wonder I want to know what I can't see Who's under there, I want to talk about this and save everybody and welcome back to the mass singer rahapa podcast we're here today to talk all about the final results of the second group in season seven of the mass singer we now know two of the three finalists for this season and next week we're going to talk all about group three five new contestants and i can't wait to dig in but first we have to get through everything that went on here talk about the two unmaskings and look at, hey, did, did Leon and I figure more of these contestants out? We'll see. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. I am your host, Puya the Candles and Bikili. And as I just mentioned, Liana the Hairspray Boris is here as well. Hi, Liana. How are you doing today? Oh, that's me. I'm here. I'm doing well. I, I'm actually kind of, I don't know. I'm kind of surprised that we're already done with group two. Now we just have one more group, three more episodes, and then we're going to be at the finale. It's like, flying by it's gone really quickly this season is two-thirds of the way done pretty much um we're gonna have three episodes left of group c then we're gonna have one recap of the recap type episode then a finale so well let me be clear like i'm not complaining i like this especially with drag race not eliminating anybody this is like a very refreshing show to just be like okay yeah we're clipping along at a pace that is you know good i'm happy with it and i'm happy to close this chapter out and start our new group of contestants next week yeah long gone are the days where the season was like nearly 20 episodes and never ending i feel like this format has had its faults but unlike group a where i maybe i wasn't used to this format i'm okay Mm -hmm. with given where we are with Group B because I'm excited to see the new batch of contestants now moving forward. I don't know. I, I'm going to reserve the rest of my feelings on this format until the season's over, I think. I really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think we, we got to see the whole thing and see what it's all like when it wraps up. But so far, I'm having a good time. And lucky you, you have another finalist from your That's draft. That's right. Heavy is the head. 
that has to wear the <laughs> crown I'm wearing right now. I'm feeling good, Liana. I'm feeling very good. Yeah, yes. Um, you should. And there's only one group left that I have the potential to to get a winner on, but you know what? Looking forward to it all the same. Yeah, change my host name to Puya the Clutch Zan McKeely because I'm out here clutching all these wins. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Hey, listen, no pressure. You get to pick first next week. So you get to decide your fate. I know. I feel like it's one of those things. It's just so much pressure because when I screw it up or if I screw it up, then I like only have myself to blame. Whereas if I just got left with the second pick, I'm like, ah, well, I didn't get the first pick. So, you know, I shouldn't feel so bad. it's, It's a lot of pressure. Well, top of the hour here, before we jump into these performances, do you think the right person went to the finale? Yeah, I think so. I know that we talked about it last week where it felt like it could go one way or the other with Miss Teddy or Ringmaster. I think the song choices this week just really, really solidified the fact that Ringmaster, I think, should have gone to the finals. The choice to do I Will Always Love You, amazing song choice. And she was able to also execute it. I didn't think that Mercy was a bad pick for Miss Teddy. It just the ringmaster just did so, so amazing this week. And I'm also happy that the mass singer is not afraid because we had speculated this, that, Oh, they're going to try to do something cute so that it's one good versus one bad versus one cuddly in the finale. And we've got two good moving on. So I'm happy that they're not forcing themselves to stick with that structure. I am very happy with that because if they had done that, I feel like we could have just said, yep, you know, we should have seen this coming. Sounds about right. But mm-hmm. they, you know, they let it happen. They let two members of Team Good make it to the finals. And I also co-sign. I think that on the night, the uh, performer that makes it to the final was the stronger performer overall. So mm-hmm. uh, that being said, justice for Armadillo. I'm kidding. Of course, I'm kidding. Armadillo was merely there to soak up some minutes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. Nick Cannon comes out to start the show. No shirt on, just suit jacket. Do you think, first of all, actually, what do you think of this style? Second, do you think I could pull this off? I think styles like this are all about the confidence. Like if you come out being confident, yeah, totally. I think you can pull it off. It's about the body language. Yeah, I don't think I've got the body language for that. I don't think I've unlocked the confidence needed to rock nothing underneath a bedazzled suit jacket. I don't think I could. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like that deep V kind of style. But this is a very deep V. This is like (laughs) deep V. Yeah, a double deep V. Yeah, I would say so. (laughs) Now, we did have a guest judge this week. We had Leslie Jordan. Liana, thoughts on Leslie Jordan first? outside of uh, Mass Singer. And then second, what did you think of Leslie Jordan on the episode? Oh, yeah. I was very excited to see Leslie Jordan. We actually saw Leslie Jordan on Drag Race two weeks ago. Two, whenever the chocolate really making bar the rounds was. here. Yeah, and it, he, was, he was so fun because he actually played one of the parts in the Rusical that they did that week. And that was just really, truly a joy. So when he popped out here on the Mass Singer... I sort of got that same sense of joy to see him out here. Like, good for him. I feel like his career is kind of picked back up after all those quarantine videos that he made. 
Yeah, uh, he was. This is, I believe, the second time Leslie Jordan has now come through as a guest panelist. The first time, mm-hmm. of course, was last season when he mm-hmm. came through as the soft serve. Mm-hmm. When uh, you know, remember when they did the costumes for the guests to start? They did a little song. <laughs> Yeah, they sort of now are like doing half that sometimes where they come out with a, they come out with just a, you know, a mask, like a masquerade mask. Yeah. 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 Or like, I guess Leslie Jordan this time came out behind the feathers. So it's still mm-hmm. a bit of a reveal, but not making him go full costume. I think this is the appropriate amount of costume you yeah. should give the guest judge. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> he was living his best life on the stage, so I was very happy for him. Oh, he was having a good time. And honestly, I was happy to have his energy there. I think it, I think it complimented the judges real well and complimented the night real well as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So should we just talk in order of unmaskings? So we go with uh, Armadillo, then Miss Teddy, then end it with Ringmaster. Yeah, I'm down. All right. So then that makes it very easy. We're going to go straight to Armadillo. Armadillo, of course, if you predicted, did perform second on the night, but we're going to talk about Armadillo here first. So the Armadillo does a performance. Actually, you know what? Let's start with the clue packages. Liana, can you run the clue package for the Armadillo here? Okay, yeah. So again, we're getting this narrative of, oh, I used to be bad. I was locked up. There was images of him in jail. And then he sort of got this advice and a power to transform his life, find his passion, find his faith. We see the fugitive clue, a dog leash, um, which as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, God, it is Dog the Bounty. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then a Texas flag. Yeah, hot dog, the bounty hunter. We got there, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, I can't believe Dog the Bounty Hunter was here. Although actually, it was it was interesting when they were going through some of the clues because the rock, like when he put his foot up on the rock, it was because he now lives in Colorado in Castle Rock. <laughs> yeah, did you uh, like, did you feel oh close? God. Did you feel close? I, well, I didn't know that. When did he move to Castle Rock? Because my dad lives just north of Castle Rock. I mean, not just Ooh. north, but like north of Castle Rock. So I don't know. Maybe my dad's seen him around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, I feel like your dad would have texted you about that if it had happened. If he had seen him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That would be like a yeah. headline situation. I think so. I think he would have texted Marisa and I. I think he would have said, "Hey, I just saw Dog the Bounty." If he recognized him, that's the thing. I don't think he would recognize him. That's fair. Now, did anyone have in their bingo cards? that Nicole Scherzinger would cry and be moved to tears through a performance by Dog the Bounty Hunter in 2022. Okay. Is there... Look. I don't want to take away or invalidate other people's well, it feelings. sounds like you're about to do that. <laughs> but like, Really? I mean, I know she said this is the most amazing version I've seen because, like, you believed in it and it was like a song for his mom. I, it's like one of those things I understand how this could be emotional on paper, but I think we had something similar at season start where I, I remember the song performance was not particularly good. I don't remember who it was, but it moved Ken to tears, and mm-hmm. you know that was like a like a link to I think the person sang for their wife and. Ken was thinking of his wife. I think 
I can see it, you know, because uh, uh, the, um, I was about to say, the Armadago. The Armadago <laughs> uh, did say this was an ode to my mom. So I think right. given that it was like a clear message for mom out there, I think that's where um, I could see Nicole being moved to tears. Did I mm-hmm. expect it? No. Can I maybe get it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I've speculated if there's like this quota to cry a certain number of times, mm-hmm. but I'll take I'll take it at face value. Yeah, face value. Okay. Yeah, I thought. Listen, here's the thing: the performance needed to happen. It was fine. It was fine. They did try it though. I feel like there was the smoky floor, the little sparklers. So they definitely gave us everything. What I did write in my notes, and I do think I, I mean this in every way. This was the perfect way for the armadillo to go out of the competition was mm-hmm. with an ode to mom. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it felt like a good way to end your journey here on the mass Singer. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that this was, uh, yeah, a good choice from, from armadillo to go in this direction. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's almost like, you know, when you know you're not going to win something, or you're not going to get something, but you're still in it for the journey because the ultimate crown is not necessarily what matters. Mm-hmm. I definitely got that sense from the armadillo. It felt like he was there. He was having a lot of fun. He wanted to do things that were, you know, active choices. It wasn't necessarily about winning. So good for him for recognizing that that's where he was because it was definitely a little bit of a third wheel to the final showdown. Right. I think that might be my first critique here. Ultimately, these last two journeys, now both uh, the first group, the second group, the third place finisher was so clear that Mm -hmm. I felt really bad for the performer. You have to know you're getting cut at that point, right? Because you think they've seen the tapes a little bit. They know who they're up against. I don't Mm -hmm. envy their spot at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I I don't either. And I think that that's why if if you know you're not going to win, it's like, okay, well, let me do something that actually means something to me. So that's right. Either a song you really like or something you want to dedicate to somebody. I think that's the way to go. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, um, I know that we know it's Dog the Bounty Hunter. I know that we can just not talk about the judge's comments, but I have to talk about the judge's comments. I have no choice here. So Jenny does clock Dog the Bounty Hunter in the pre-final guesses. Guesses. Uh, Leslie goes with Tommy Lee Jones, which I was like, oh my God, Leslie, that's a stretch, but sure. Uh, Ken goes Al Pacino, Liana. Al Pacino on The Masked Singer. Which season is he going to be on? Call your shot. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I There's no way that's going to happen. That I is just... the ridiculous, yes. I mean, look, he went with it for the gag. Uh, let me tell you why. Everybody's booing him. I was expecting the Ken No to come back. I did it because I didn't notice it. Yeah. I um would have loved that. But they did not bring it back, unfortunately. Yeah, this would have been the perfect time for a Ken no. (laughs) (laughs) It was just audacious. Like, so audacious. (laughs) But Well, he committed to the bit, I guess. It's his brand, right? I feel like at this point, and I say, I feel like I say some semblance of this every week, but I say, I don't want to harp on the Ken thing because, like, you know, I know what he's there to do, but then every week, I come in, I harp on the can thing, so I just can't help myself, you know? I know. It's tough. It's tough. It is not easy. All right. So let's go over now then to, okay, wait, 
do you want to talk about the final guesses now or all right why waste any time so spoiler alert they did the final showdown at the end with the three of them okay Mm -hmm. and in the final showdown was one way or another by blondie miss teddy did decently ringmaster did good armadillo was also there Mm -hmm. armadillo goes out okay Mm -hmm. final guesses by the panel we have Gary Busey as Leslie's guest. <laughs> Nicole and Jenny go with Dog the Bounty Hunter. Robin goes with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Again, wow, Robin, uh, please wake up. And Ken with Al Pacino, which then I said, okay, Robin, you're awake. Ken's the one asleep. <laughs> did you, did, were you like excited for Gary Busey for a split second? No. Why would no. I be excited? I don't know. Cause like, were you excited you, about Gary Busey for a split no, second? No, but you were you were excited for about Gary Busey that one time when you thought it was Gary Busey. No, I was excited for Steve Buscemi. Oh, oh my God! Don't tell me you mixed the two up. Look, eh. no, that's no. that's not forgivable. But that's fine. I, <laughs> I couldn't no, remember. no. All right, well, you know we're not keeping score on these guesses, but we are at a one-one now, thanks to Dog the Bounty Hunter. So. Mm-hmm. Bum, yep. bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. But it doesn't count, right? So I mean, it count. Well, it certainly felt like you were trying to make it count when you were the only one on the board. So, <laughs> and if I win, I'm gonna fight for it to count. And if I lose, I'm gonna fight for it to not count. <laughs> <laughs> so just to be clear. <laughs> All right. Well, when we come back, let's take a quick break. When we come back. We're going to dive into the second unmasking of the night, a.k.a. Miss Teddy. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch-ch-ch-chumba. Chumba.com. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. So, Miss Teddy. So, like I was saying, sort of coming into the episode, I really genuinely felt like she was somebody who could win um but ultimately i think like i said ringmaster was the right decision i think if we talk about the clue package though i was on to something who would have thought that the dream girls would actually lead to something legit although i think you were the one who reminded me that you were the one who ultimately picked jennifer holiday out of the two guesses yeah well i mean you're saying you were onto something i'm pretty sure i was the one who said it could be a dream girl reference the first clue package No, it was no in the first. No, it was because in the very first episode, Loretta Devine was guest. And I was like, oh, that's a good guess. But then it was the Grammy that came out last week as the clue. And so I was like, okay, it can't be Loretta Devine because she doesn't have a Grammy. But let me look at other people who are in Dreamgirls. See, I don't know about that, but that's fine. It doesn't matter. Um, Yeah. So you picked who did you pick? Who did you think this was going to be? Um, oh man, who did I pick? Um, no, you I don't said even it's remember. one of these two. I'm picking this one, and I picked Jennifer. I said I'll pick Jennifer Holiday, which is the remaining one, and I was right. So, mm-hmm. go me. Yep, a point for you if we were keeping points. <laughs> <laughs> Again, but, I love how suddenly the points don't, suddenly it's whose line is it anyway, now that yeah, uh, I'm in the lead. The yeah, everything's made up and the points don't matter. <laughs> now, what's Jennifer Holiday's um, connection with Eddie Murphy? Do we know? Uh, let me take a look at her. It, it was like audition, right? Yeah, it seemed like it, it was talking, referring to a big audition with Eddie Murphy. Yes, hmm. maybe they were in a movie together. Uh, yeah, it's possible. I just can't think of what the movie would be right now. Yeah, ultimately, it doesn't matter. You know what? It doesn't matter what the interview with um the audition with Eddie Murphy is. We'll figure that out. Someone will tell us. It's fine. Well, Eddie Murphy was in Dreamgirls the movie. Is that the link? Is that it? Maybe. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, you know, well, sorry, go ahead. Oh, was it her character who had the object? Like, okay, so did Eddie Murphy play the person who sh- her character auditioned for? And that's why it's the audition? Does that make sense? Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. That's probably what it is. Okay. Nailed it. I mean, I don't know that for sure. I can look it up, but that's my current hypothesis. No, well done. That's good. All right. Well, tell us about the performance, Liana. Okay. So like I mentioned, this was Duffy's song, Mercy, that she covered. And I think it was a really outstanding performance. I mean, her vocalizing at the end was really strong. But I would say if I was comparing her performance from last week to her performance from this week, I think her performance last week was better (laughs) but i that's tough because she's such a strong singer so it's like how do you do better than absolutely amazing and i liked the claw machine in the background yeah so this was the starting performance of the night and i love a good claw machine you already know this about me so it was definitely a 
a show where I thought this was great. It's a great opener. And all eyes are basically going to be on the ringmaster because I thought it was a fantastic performance overall. I thought it was a good song choice. Um, but I did note in my notes, I did write the performance is good, but I don't think this is a finals guaranteed. I, mm-hmm. I really felt like there was room for the ringmaster to steal here. I did think the last note was done well. So it was a song that ultimately was very good, but I could tell that it wasn't a, a signed, sealed, delivered night. So. Yeah, it's one of those performances, and we've seen these before, where it's just so incredibly outstanding. There's absolutely no way that anyone could top it. And I felt like that that description went to the Ringmaster's performance this week, not Miss Teddy's. But it was really a joy to see her on the show, and I'm sure that costume must have been so heavy. Yeah, none of these big costumes ever look or feel like they are going to be comfortable to be in, so... Yeah, and to like drag them around on stage, and she was doing her best to have some movement in the costume, but I'm sure that that's that's so tough. She was one performer though that like really also seemed like she was just having so much fun and was so happy to be here, and that's a thing that I always really appreciate about the contestants on the show. Yeah, I feel like she gave it her her entirety the whole way through. At no point did I feel like the um the Miss Teddy was taking any easy cuts. It felt very good through and through. Um, The judges guesses. Listen, I don't want to disrespect anybody, but I didn't really know any of the names that were being mentioned in any capacity. And, and this is something that I've been very vocal about, but I have a huge gap in knowledge when it comes to music and celebrities. So anything from pre nineties, I have a huge struggle of knowing. Oh, um, Sorry, just thinking. So I didn't write down any of the names because I forgot. But the the pumpkin clue and then the Santa clue from last week because it's Jennifer Holiday. They're holidays. Yes. Oh my god! I when I can't remember which judge it was that brought that connection up. I think it might have been Leslie Jordan. I was just like, I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid. Like, how did I miss that? I guess I was just, I didn't think hol- like Santa Claus, holiday, Christmas. Oh, that was so smart that whomever made that connection. Yeah, well, the thing is, it's it's mass Singer. You don't, like, even when you think you know how to read a clue, you don't know how to read a clue. You know? Yeah, exactly. Well, Rock was Castle Rock, so obviously, it's obvious, duh. That's so obvious. <laughs> exactly. You should have known better. I know. <sighs> All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the Miss Teddy uh, performance or portion. Unless you have anything else you want to add there. Um. I, yeah. I mean, I like the the performance was. I mean, not the performance, the the clues all sort of fit in line, especially with the Supreme, like it was more the dream girls, the Supremes. It was after seeing the clue, the clue package this time that I felt confident about sort of where we were going in terms of our discussion last week for unmasking Jennifer Holiday. Although at first I was like, maybe it has to do with these specific Supreme Court justices that they showed. I was like, what does Clarence Thomas have to do with anything? And I didn't think of it like just the Supremes, the Supreme Court. I don't know why my brain made it way more complicated than it absolutely needed to be. But yeah, the the, the panelists set me straight when they were just like, oh yeah, it's the Supremes. Oh, oh, Supreme Court. Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> 
Yeah, as far as the final guesses went here, uh, Ken went with Yolanda Adams, Jenny went with Gloria Gaynor, Robin went with Karen Clark, and then Nicole and Leslie went with Jennifer Holiday. Okay, so those are the guesses. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was happy that they ultimately got to the right guess. I can't, were these the guesses that were given before, like, um, or during the final guesses? Those were the final guesses. Okay, the final guesses. Okay, cool. Yeah, as far as the before guesses go, um, Ken had said Yolanda Adams prior to that as well. Mm -hmm. Jenny had said Gloria Gaynor um, prior as well. Leslie Adams did chit. Sorry, Leslie Adams. <laughs> Leslie <laughs> did change his guest to Jennifer Holiday, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, that brings us over to the ringmaster here, Liana. Mm -hmm. Take it away. Okay. So for the ringmaster, so obviously we still don't know who the ringmaster is because the ringmaster is moving on to the final round. So for the clue package, um, there was more, uh, there was an introduction that she went to a prestigious school and she was a goody goody. We saw another emoji, which is interesting because we saw, was it her who had the emoji on the director's chair or was that someone else? I'd have I to go back her. and look at my notes. Okay, I don't, I thought it was her. I can go back and pull up my notes. But yeah, there was a, an emoji or potentially another emoji, the laughing face emoji. NASA, welcome to Nashville. And then the story was that she was part of a group, but took a chance doing something different. And then there was an elf with an X through it, which I don't know what that means. Uh, no holidays, no elves. Yeah, no opposite. Of, what's the opposite of a holiday? Work time. Uh, not work vacation. time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, you know, I feel like our survivor minds want to go to the emoji movie. I don't think we should bother. I don't think that's where we ha we're headed. Okay. So I think you remove that right out the gate and move past it. Now, the, um, the no elves, I did write that down as well. I don't know what that means. I think the big clue here has never been a part of the groups of, of a group. So, this is not someone who's been in an, in an ensemble musically, so that's good to know. Nashville was there. NASA, I don't know if that's going to be necessarily NASA itself or if it's going to be something that stands for N-A-S-A. -A. Yeah, I and they also had NASA near Nashville. So for some reason, my brain, maybe just just because they start with the same three letters, somehow tried to to mix those two up somehow. I don't know why. Mm. Um, also, it's not the second emoji for her. It was Miss Teddy who had the laughing face emoji on a director's there chair. There you go. So maybe they got a group or like a deal on emoji stickers, specifically the laughing face emoji stickers. And so they're just using it in everybody's clue package. That is possible. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, either way, um, we can move into the performance after this because I don't have much to to dissect here with the clues they gave us. This performance, you know, the ringmaster does mention, I'm going to go risky with this one. I'm going to try something. I don't know if I should be trying or not. And my God, the risk paid off. I Will Always Love You was, was performed and everyone was standing mid-performance. This was phenomenal. This was one of my favorite performances, I think, ever on this show. It was an easy win for Ringmaster after this. 
in the same way that the armadillo and we they do this in the mass singer where it's like no backup dancers the focus is just 100% on the the singer that was the aesthetic for ringmaster's performance as well and that was absolutely the right choice i love the sparks in the background and i just i felt like she executed the song so well it was really powerful and it was nice to have it as the final performance of the night and it was like the moment that for sure solidified the ringmasters moving on to the finale. I think the ringmaster could win the whole thing. I think at the moment, and this is probably completely recency bias, but I would put the ringmaster over the firefly in terms of win potential. I mean, even Jenny said that she said the thing about if you don't win, I'll come back with a shaved head. (laughs) Now that's an endorsement right there. Um, Putting the hair on the line. I think it's very possible. I think it's very possible. We're looking at the winner of the season here. Although Firefly was no slouch, I do think Firefly could also bring it given the right song choice. But this, again, this performance tonight, I think is an all-timer as far as pre-finale performances go. Mm-hmm. It reminded me, it's interesting because we're not getting sort of the same journey that when I think of season one, for example, that we got to go on, um, where we really saw sort of an evolution and the performers were able to really pick and choose like a lot of different songs it's just packed into a three-week you know sprint almost and so it it did it felt like well it's only the third performance we're seeing of her but she's doing sort of the level that we would expect for right before the finale or for the finale but timing wise that's exactly when you should be doing it because it is right before the finale you need to do this performance that will help you beat out two other contestants to solidify your spot so i can't be mad here yeah, she has one more. She has one more performance. <laughs> so yeah, I I do think it is. And I mean, again, this I think uh, credit to the format for it feeling this way, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. All right. So then the judges guesses comments. I feel like this is the one where there's a lot of like high variance here. Robin Thicke goes with Sarah Highland. Leslie brings up Noah Cyrus and switches it to Casey Musgraves. Um, oh. Yeah, so and then, uh, I mean, they're not going to have final guesses. So that's where they, we leave the guesses there with them, okay? And then, is that it? Is that the episode done? Well, we had the final countdown one way or another. I feel like Blondie. we talked about that already, though. Do you have anything you want to add to the final showdown? Yeah, I have two things. Well, so the first thing that I want to add is because they play the final countdown music, which just after Arrest Development makes me think of, of Will Arnett. But, and, and I always think that they're going to sing the final countdown as the song because they play the final countdown music before they start the actual music for the final showdown. And this is the second time it's happened. And this is the second time that I've been convinced that they're going to sing the final countdown. Anyway, that's probably just my issue. But the other thing that was funny was when Robin right before he was like, yeah, cuddly. And I don't know why, but that made me laugh. I just the fact that they're taking on the teams that the judges have, you know, they're like fully embrace their teams. Yeah. Sort of like I'm living vicariously through my team. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of into it because them ch- cheering for their teams is so stupid. Honestly, <laughs> they're the you? reason the teams matter. I I do think I would e- I could easily forget where the teams lie and what the teams are. But then mm-hmm. with the judges clearly like, you know, Nicole constantly going to bat for team good, Jenny for team bad, and then the boys going for cuddly. I feel like that's the best way to keep me interested in a the teams being a thing 
And B, you know, I feel like a younger audience, they can pick and choose who they're rooting for based on which judge they like. So that's a fun way to go about it. And they're not doing it in an overkill way, which I think goes a long way with this. Yeah, it's cute. Right. Yeah. And uh, well, that's the thing. We're going to be this is where we're going to be done. But then next week, we're going to be coming back with five new and our final performers of this season. And we have a we have a mix of everyone still in the running, Liana, here. We have, let me tell you. Okay. So we have from Team Cuddly, Baby Mammoth. From Team Bad, Jack in the Box. From Team Good, Prince. Team Bad, Queen Cobra. And then Space Bunny from Team Cuddly. <laughs> Space Bunny. I forgot about Space Bunny. I'm excited. And the Prince is the frog thing, right? Yes. The Prince is the frog uh, okay. Then uh, Jack in the Box, obviously the bot in the box, and Queen Cobra is the is the Cobra, and then the cuddly Space Bunny and Baby Mammoth. Which I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by this group because first of all, we already know one of these five performers. Performers, I believe. I believe this is the one that we got spoiled on preseason when it made headline news that two of the judges left the panel when this person was unmasked. Yeah, so uh, we might see that next week. I would think so. I would think so. And then we move from there. Right. Oh, the one other thing that I forgot to mention is I did look at the TMZ article Mm -hmm. from this week. What was the headline teaser thing they did again for this week? It was like issues with their trailer. Oh, my God. Was the so. okay? so the title of the article is cursed trailer question mark exclamation point question mark darn toilet won't flush oh ew <laughs> and but what's what's funny is that they don't mention who it is like they don't mention the it just says sources tell us one of the contestants trailers had a clogged toilet and the celeb had to take had their entourage make the embarrassing call to alert production but they what? don't tell us who it is it's the same issue as last week I mean, I don't. You, you think any celebrity would sign off on that? I'm like, yeah, tell everyone about my clogged toilet, please. <laughs> no, I don't know. It just, I don't know what I. It's TMZ. I don't know what I expected. I don't. I don't understand this. This like weird collab that TMZ and uh, Mass Singer have. I don't know if it helps. How much does it help them? Um. What do you mean? Like for the publicity? Yeah. I don't know. Is is TMZ are they owned by the same company? Who owns TMZ? Is it some sort of like require Oh yeah, it's owned by Fox. TMZ. All right. Well, Fox. that's, that's it. All right. All right. Wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Fox buys TMZ. Yeah. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right, Liana. Well, that's all we have for this week. We'll be back next week with a probably longer episode, five contestants, five clue packages a draft, mm-hmm. lots to sink our teeth into. But until then, where can people find you? What else do you have going on? Let the people know. Uh, yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter at Liana R-H-A-P, podcasting about Drag Race. We are 
taking a week off for the reunion and we're going to cover the reunion and the finale together because usually the finale has got a lot of fluff. So um, we're going to do both of those in two weeks time. And then also I'm doing the RHAP B&B with Mike Bloom. We're going to have guest Mary Holland on this week, which I'm really excited about to break down the double episode, the fake merge merge. I think it's still a merge. Like, I don't care that they don't make jury. Like it's still pre-jury, but they've merged. Like <laughs> they, they are living and voting together. It's right. a merge. Yeah, you don't have buffs yet. But like when you can all vote together, that to me is like a merge. And it's like it's 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 not it. The fake merge would be what happened in Game Changers where they like came together, voted, split back apart. Right. That's like not obviously not a real merge. This to me is a real merge. But whatever. It's fine. I don't care. It's fine. It's fine. Are you sure it's fine? Because you just went on a rant in the plugs. <laughs> Are you sure? It's fine. It's fine. fine. I'm well adjusted. It's fine. All right. Well, people can find me over on the 90 Day Fiance podcast. The new season of 90 Day Fiance is going to start this upcoming week. I am so excited for that. And might I say, uh, someone may have dropped the plug somewhere that they forgot to pick up because Liana will be my guest for the first week of the 90 Day Fiance. Boom. So I'm very excited. It's going to be a good time. What? I didn't want to I didn't want to take your thunder and I wanted you to describe me as the guest. You know, Liana you just said amazing the armadillo of 90 day fiance coverage. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just kicking and happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm ex- I'm so excited to start the season off with you. It should be a fun time. I think this cast looks promising. There's only one returning um couple, so I'm excited to see where this season takes us and then obviously big brother canada continues to exist so i will continue to talk about that as well and aside from that you can find me on twitter at puya you can find me on twitch twitch.tv slash puya come through there i stream there a couple times a week come say hi and last but not least if you would like to leave a rating or review for this podcast go over to robinsonwebsite.com slash nine um, no sorry mass singer um that's m-a-s-k-e-d-s-i-n-g-e-r any ratings reviews feedback is appreciated we're gonna unmask you here we'll catch you once again next week to talk all about the third group until then bye who's under there i wonder i want to know what i can't see who's under there i want to talk about this and say who's under there i wonder i want to know what i can't see who's under there i want to talk about this and Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.